the mist-covered streets of the ancient city of Onspool. Forever lay thick like a maddening haze upon one's mind. The world is always dark for the people of Fulond. But one who lives in the maddening mists must fight to hold on to their light in this dark and foreboding world. Listen close, my friends, and heed my words. There are beasts out there that cannot be slain by mortal blades. And even the strongest of spells from the lips of a well-versed sorcerer cannot even harm them. For these beasts dwell in the deepest crevices of one's mind and are not easily defeated. For you're here, right now, listening to me tell this tale. And this beast is still not defeated. You are unaware that the protagonist of this fight is still forever scarred. But you do not see the wounds. From the surface of this stalwart soul, it seems unchanged. But if you look closely, I mean, really, into the depths of their eyes, past the facade they have put up to protect their loved ones and the people around them, through the gates of a fragile glass that holds back the torrents of despair, you may, just for a second, glimpse the war they are battling on the melancholy hills of their mind. For it said, Riddle me this, my bastion. Are they really here? For that stalwart soul is laughing. Are they holding back their fear? This creeping crux of misery, this scourge, this plight of woe, is seated deep in all of us, and in darkness it waits to grow. It goes by many names. You may have heard at least one of its many. Some call it a demon, or the monkey on their back. It's been called the distant stare, the long tribulation, even the misery of men. But for this story, I call it the numbness. This tale starts like many other. A hard-working man, making his way through the world by doing the best he can for his little family. Studying and learning new skills, to hone his crafts while moving up, inch by inch, the chains of life. Oh yeah, he is clever. And yes, he made sacrifices to support his family. And in this moment of time, he was happy. But this ain't no fairy tale. 
Life takes us down many roads and paths. Many are picturesque and enjoyable, making us appreciate the finer and meaningful things in life. Others can just be that. A shortcut we need to take to get us on the road we were meant to travel. But unfortunately, some lead us to an inevitable dead end. And we must find our way back home, somehow. Or suffer the consequence of being lost. And in this story, this stalwart soul did just that. Even though his heart told him, this is the path you must travel. And at that very moment of time, all signs pointed to a bright future. But unbeknownst to him, the seed was soon to sprout. Our protagonist takes up his role as the kingdom's ferryman. A very prestigious role, it is said, as not many can pass the inaugural tests of body and mind to be accepted. But lo and behold, his mental and physical prowess held true and granted him into the guild of ferrymen. As I said earlier, he was a happy man, full of glee and wonder, but he soon felt like an outcast, as his fellow guild members were sullen and cold in heart, as if the sun had gone out from their souls. But there were still some glimmers of light in some, as if some small ember still smouldered. He gravitated to these small balls of light, till they too one day went dark. But he continued on his path, with head held high. Hours turned into days, and days into weeks, and soon, month after month, he toiled at his role. He dealt with all people of the kingdom, from all walks of life, from the rich to the poor, and the pilgrims who were abroad, the elderly and young, the sick and infirm. He would bend over backwards to give them their turns. But, as you may know, not all you meet are nice. For who knows what paths they travel to become so full of hate and spite. Some people don't take direction, even though it's clearly marked. Some people only have one-tracked minds, and your words fall on their deaf ears. And they protest that you are the fool. Some are always fighting time, and blame its cause on you. Some are superficial and haughty, 
and think you're common scum. But you take their words and eat them and bless them a good day. These are just some of the trials the ferryman must take every day. Our ferryman, he takes his leave and travels to his home. The long day of steering the ferry and being nice to the unappreciative has left a sour taste in his mouth. All the the unpleasantries and anguish has built up inside. But he is tired and has no more energy to continue on for his day. So, once again, like many times before, he bottles it up and doesn't let his family know of the hardships he deals with each day. Though our protagonist's name is not given, he surely lives up to its meaning. A guard and old protector. He continues on and chats briefly with his guild members. The negativity abounds in their words and cold blank faces with gleams of gold in their eyes are all that show true. It scares our ferryman and he sees a great divide in the guild and an ever-growing presence in their hearts and soul. A malignant darkness with terrible vines crawling just behind their eyes. Do they know it's there? Do they feel its presence? He separates himself further from the guild. There's a sickness growing in there and he can feel it. But unbeknownst to him, The seed in his mind has blossomed. Another day, another gold coin, and the forever quiet of his fairy's helm becomes deafening. The voices and unkind words of the unwashed masses start to filter in to his ever-watchful mind and make their presence known. They berate and belittle him and overwhelm his senses. He does his best to ignore them and begins to bury them deep in his mind. And it feeds the beast growing within. He tells himself to ignore it and puts on a brave front Show the world you're strong, is his mantra. Block it all out. Don't let anything in. But it's already there. His eyes never make contact with anyone else. It's a gateway in, you see. Don't let them see, he prays. 
He thinks of his family and the life he can now give them. Another gold coin. Another happy family. But his family starts seeing changes in the stalwart soul. He is there. But is he really there? He continues on day after day, abused, broken, and anxious. A fog clouds his mind, a defense to drown out the voices in his mind, the voices controlled by the beast inside. All hope leaves him. He has become one of the soulless in his guild, which he tried so Desperately to be nothing like. His hands shake nervously. His eyes cast down. Then one day, like a stiff wind to a house of cards, he crumbles, breaks down, defeated by the beast inside. Numbness takes control. He believes the beast's words now. You're forever lost. You're mine, you piece of shit. The words screaming at him from deep inside his mind. His family gather around him, not sure of what to do or say. For he kept them in the dark, protecting them from his internal struggles and the beast inside. Although the scars weren't physical, and his once happy demeanour was struggling for air, they were thankful he was physically unscathed. His wife, his anchor, to the real world, begs and tells him to seek counsel and stop holding the darkness at bay. For her, for her alone, she saw into his eyes and saw the war raging within. And so, with a defeated soul, he did as she bid and saw counsel. At first it was hard for him. And yes, the wounds were raw and bleeding. But they did learn to heal. Slowly, yes. But they do heal. He may have taken the wrong path, a path that nearly destroyed him. But he could see finally, there in the distance, a well-lit road out of perdition. It may not be the perfect road, but at least a path to somewhere clearer. 
He may be scarred. He may be bludgeoned and bruised on the inside. But he made it out alive. He is one of the lucky ones. Someone made the effort to look into his eyes and see and reached out. The beast of numbness still remains. It may never be killed. But sure as hell can be tamed and put back in its place. By accepting that it's real and avoid feeding it. It's a pack hunter, you see. It thrives with its own kind nearby. Limit its food source. Make the evil prick starve. Do what makes you happy and it won't have a chance. Here in this kingdom, there are many stories of devilish monsters and terrifying beasts, but none have killed or maimed as many as the numbness has. It's a real monster. For unlike any other story, you were here by this fireside. This story is true. For this is my story. And my life that took that terrible road to petition. I am no longer the ferryman. And I chase no gold. I have my family and the people who mean something to me to save me. If the numbness ever comes and raises its ugly head once more, I'll be ready. I am no hero. I'm a survivor. The real heroes are the ones who looked into my eyes and helped guide me out. My wife, my boys, I'm eternally grateful to them and to the counsel that I seeked and that was given to me in my darkest hours. So once again, I say this to you. Riddle me this, my bastion. Are they really here? For that stalwart soul is laughing. But are they holding back their fear? This creepy crux of misery, this scourge, this plight of woe, is seated deep in all of us. And in darkness, it waits to grow. You can't defeat this beast alone. Seek counsel, my friends, and do what is right.
Don't be a hero. Be a survivor. Be there tomorrow. Make yourself happy. Welcome, stranger. Come sit by the fire and rest your weary bones. If you're new here, don't be afraid to like and subscribe to the podcast. And to my returning listeners, welcome back. Melancholy was written by me, Warren Bussinger, 2021, for the Meat, Mead and Dragon Tales podcast. All I'm going to say about this episode is be nice to people that are doing a service for you. Manners cost nothing and they're greatly appreciated. Your spiteful words do real damage to a person who is only doing what's right by you and others. As always... Sound design, directing, voice acting by Warren Bussinger. And intro and outro music by Jethro Gomez, 2021. This is a non-for-profit podcast and I make no monetary gains from this. All I ask is for you to like and subscribe and share with your friends. Thank you once again for listening to my stories. And good night.